0: Hello and welcome everyone to the first episode of Premier League Procrastination with myself, Tom Hutchinson and uh, the uh, great old Seth Nobes. Um, We're both students uh, studying at University of Birmingham and we're very, very bored. So we decided that we'd start this podcast about the Premier League. Um, Hope you enjoy. We're just going to talk today about the different clubs and our predictions for the season Um, and we're going to go in alphabetical order.
1: Yeah, the um, new season obviously starting on Saturday, so a lot to look forward to, a lot of change, a lot of big money signings, so it's it's an exciting season, I mean, probably the first season in a while where there's going to be a proper title race, you know, City aren't just going to run away with it, so it's it's looking exciting, you know, and I just feel like a, a lot of the clubs are a lot closer than they have been, you know, especially with the clubs coming up from the Championship this season, I feel like they can all compete. Which hasn't been the case in previous years, so it's a lot to look forward to. And uh, yeah, so we're just going to give you a rundown of our clubs, uh, the clubs, are sort of our view, where we think they're going to finish. You know, any key transfer news. I know a lot of a lot of clubs are sort of still waiting on a lot of signings to be made, which is brilliant. You know, there's just under three weeks left of the window, so a lot can still change. But yeah, these are our these are our predictions before the league starts on on Friday. So I think we're just going to get straight in there and. You know, probably the only time Arsenal will be on the top of the league. So, start off with Arsenal. Alphabetically <laughs> first, probably the, the the only time the Gunners would be on top. I have Arsenal down uh, in sixth place. I don't know about you, Hutch.
0: Oh, I mean, I think they're going to finish seventh. I don't think they've got what it takes to get into the top six. I think they've signed Ben White and then they've signed that centre midfielder, Le But But, you know, what, what's the point, really? I, I think that Aubameyang sort of had it a bit. I think they're they're not going in any direction. I think they're just going to peter out. I don't think they've got a good enough squad to finish in the top six, especially with the way Arteta plays. He's so stubborn in his ways. Um, the youngsters might improve. Um, Saka, Smith-Rowe, they could be really crucial this year, but I really don't think that Michael Arteta is the manager to get them into the top six, especially with the squad they've got.
1: Yeah, I can see why tell you would say that. I think Arteta, you know, he's got that experience with Pep at City. I feel like, you know, it's his second full season and, you know, this is probably his last chance. Uh, but, you know, his last I, I think the signing of White, you know, is probably actually a more of an investment for the future. He's only had one season in the Premier League. But, you know, it's not bad signing. I mean, there probably is a bit of the English tax on top of that, £50 million, you know, when players like Varane are going for less than that. But, you know, they haven't got any European football. So I think that could play into their hands. They'll be fresher. You know, their midfield is looking quite strong, especially after the Euros with Granit Shaka looks like to be staying after a very strong tournament for Switzerland there. party has had a season to, to settle in so we could see him at his best as he was at Atletico Madrid. And I just thought, you know, the lack of European football compared to, to Tottenham, you know, is the reason I sort of put them in that top six. But again, I don't think it's going to be anything to write home about
0: Yeah, exactly. I I just think signing of Ben White is a bit odd. I think £50 for a player that went to the Euros and didn't play. I think they're not signing into anything special there, particularly. He's 23, he's still quite young, but we'll see. We'll we'll see how they go. I, I, I really don't think they'll hit top six.
1: I just think that there is such a, not a lack of quality this year, but teams like Arsenal and Spurs, you know, can be sort of spoken about in the same conversation as sort of Everton as opposed to, you know, the the cities and Chelsea's. So I think it was sort of, they've, you know, Arsenal are, you know, in the, in the, the, the big six clubs, whether, you know, they are at the moment, they've got that financial backing that, you know, they spent 50 million on, like you said, the guy that didn't even play for England at the Euros. But, you know, I just think that's going to help them at the end of the day. And I can't see them finishing any lower than seventh, but i put them in sixth and, that's just a an intuition. It was between them and Spurs, and I've just gone with them, which probably will annoy quite a few people. But I just think oh, Abam Yang as well. You know, he's probably passed his best, but he's got that instinct for goal, and yeah, I think that'll I, be I, helpful.
0: Yeah. Wow, well, that that's that surprised me that you put them at sixth. But anyway, yeah. I think moving on to what's going to be one of the most interesting clubs this season. Yeah, definitely. Canada, uh, I'm really excited to. Um, see what they've got on offer i think they've signed really well i think that the way they've handled transfer since getting promoted has been brilliant i think in the first season they aimed for just a good starting 11. last season they did well grealish got injured and they petered out a bit but they improved the squad as a whole and then this year they finally addressed their winger problem with buendia and bailey which are just both two both brilliant players i think buendia could play for most premier league teams uh, even some of the top six. He's an absolute stats merchant. And then a surprise signing of Danny Ings, uh, which is, is amazing. Um, it's a brilliant I mean, it's signing. The, club's, the club said they were going to spend £80 million this transfer period. Uh, and then they've also come out and said they're going to spend all the Grealish money. So you never know. There's a lot of investment. And these signings are good. I don't think Ashley Young's here to sit on the bench either. And Twanzebe on loan. I'm just really excited for them. I, I really think they'll push on. I think they'll finish 8th.
1: You think they finished 8th? I haven't been, I don't know, I just think losing Grealish and I just can't really look past that. You can sign all of the talent in the world. You look at Spurs when they sold Bale, you know, some of the players they signed in there, you know, Eriksen, Kapu, Lamella, but they never really kicked on and I just think Grealish is an integral part of that club and I think they will continue on their upward trajectory. They are definitely a comfortable mid-table side in the Premier League now and they will be looking to push on, but you know, the impact of losing their club captain that, you know, who's wanted, who's playing for his boyhood club, you know, him and Dean Smith have been for a lot together. He stuck with them during the relegation. I just can't see those signings settling in as quickly as people, I think some people think they are. I mean, Leon Bailey, you know, it, it will take a while for him to adjust and Ashley Young is getting on. And I mean, Danny Ings, I was, you know, I was very surprised with that as well, but that is a brilliant signing and that will score them the goals especially with Watkins out at the beginning of the season it's it's definitely going to help them they've got a, a good run of games early on but I think they will towards the end of the season you know that lack of experience in the Premier League from some of their new signings will show as opposed to sort of Grealish Grealish's leadership as well which will be quite difficult to to replace so I've put them down in 11th Wow which is still a good you know in the context of things losing their arguably one of their best ever players and still finishing 11th is is an incredible season and you know i think they will kick on from 11th aston villa are not going to be in a relegation battle next season they're going to be pushing on for that top 8 i just think the impact of losing Grealish, they will get over it eventually and i mean it'd be great to see all these signings come into play the premier league is a better place for all that money they've spent but i just think at the moment 11th place is probably where they'll finish have a great start and then they'll sort of peter out and then next, the next season, 22-23, will be where they really come out to play.
0: Yeah, right. Well, what, what were you saying about Brentford?
1: What were you saying about Brentford? I mean, I've probably got seen more of Brentford than you did last season because obviously Watford, I'm a Watford fan. They're in the Championship. We've played them twice. They beat us last game of the season. I'm really excited by Brentford. Uh, I really like their, their sort of money moneyball approach, you know, to absolute stat nerds and me and Tom here, you know, really appreciate that sort of money ball technique. And I think that they will kick on and I think they will have a similar season sort of a lot of promoted teams have had in the recent years. You know, if you look at Leeds last season, you look at Wolves when they came up, you know, they have such a strong unity amongst the team, which is so key. And and not a lot of promoted teams are able to bring that from the championship. You know, the teams that have done well, if you look at Wolves and you look at Leeds, they haven't signed 10, 15 players. They've kept the core group of players, which was what Brentford have done. And I think, you know, their first season in the top division of English football since 1946. And I actually think they're going to finish 12th. Yeah, I
0: think they've been a long time coming. Um, Yeah. 12th is quite, I think it's quite high. Um, I don't think they've signed many players, but I think they do. Have, they did have a good squad in the championship. They've always been so good at signing players. They literally sign people completely down to stats, and it's worth them. And they've made a lot of money um, bringing through players like Watkins, Ben Rama. Uh, they, they've got a they've got a good squad. I think I think they'll stay up. Uh, they've made a couple of good signings. I think I a good signing from Celtic, and then they've they've sort of signed a bit of a spine. They've gone for. That Frank Onyeka um, from Mitchland, which I think is a good signing as well, and they they've got Ivan like, Tony up front, who gets better every single season. Every promotion, he scores more goals. I think he's going to be an absolute threat this season. I've definitely got him in the fantasy team, and he loves a big game. He loves a big game. Watch him in the watching him in the playoffs. He just ran the roost. He was absolutely unstoppable. Uh, I'm not as optimistic as you. I think they'll finish sixteenth. But I can see them doing a villa over the next few years and building quite
1: well. They're here to stay, I think. I think they're a bit like Leeds. I think that they're an exciting team. And they've got a few people to prove wrong as well. A lot of, you know, and it it is good. I'm glad that a team like Brentford have come up. That you know, it's their first season in the Premier League as it is. I mean, obviously, football didn't start in 1992. But, you know, it's their first season in the top flight for 80 years, which is brilliant, you know, as opposed to the same old coming back and up. It's... It's good. It's a new season for the away day, a uh, new stadium for the away day as well, which will be exciting. Brand new stadium in London. Yeah. So that's brilliant. So moving on to a team, which I actually think are going to have an abysmal season. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion. The uh, the team that had such a massive golf in the expected goals last season just didn't have the striker. And they haven't signed a striker. I mean, even I can see it as sort of I'm not got the greatest football brain on me, but if you're not scoring goals and you're creating the chances, you, you know the issues of the striker. They haven't signed them, you know. I've you know mope, one of those Brentford players which come through that system. He's hot and cold. Welbeck is the same. Welbeck is, as I've seen firsthand at Watford, he can have a great game once every three or four or even six or seven games, which is not what you need to stay up.
0: Connolly, you score I 50 goals, no. Connolly's, Connolly's he's not Premier League quality, man, no. No, and Malpe he's not exactly a big target man, which I think is what they've been missing. I think maybe a front two for them. I oh, mean, they've been linked with the Celtic striker Eduard, which I think would be a really good signing. I think what's be a brilliant signing. with him, I think Palace are linked with him as well. Um, but he's, you know, he's a, he'd be a big centre forward. I, I think if they could sign a striker, I think they could kick on, do quite well. Use this Ben White money. Um, they've signed him, Wepu. Um, from Salzburg, that's a good signing in centre mid. They really needed some bolstering there. Um Lamptey's out. I thought he could have been key. But I, I I like them as a club. I like the way they play football. They make a lot of chances. Uh I, I think they'll I, I think they'll do alright. I think they'll finish thirteenth.
1: I've had I've got rock bottom.
0: Rock bottom, wow.
1: I I think like I said this season the quality of the Premier League is so high that you brought a team like Brighton unless they sign a striker but going off today Welbeck's injured for the first game of this season of course he is lots of the fans I was looking through the Twitter posts a lot of their fans are sort of saying we need a striker or we're going to get relegated so the fans are seeing it and they're the people that know the club the best yeah, I think I it could it could be a long season for the Seagulls it could be but I mean like you say I do like them as a club they play exciting football, I think, as opposed to certain clubs which probably will stay up playing awful football. So it would yeah. be a shame if they get relegated. Yeah. But I mean I like Graham Potter as well and he he is probably a manager that deserves to stay in the Premier League. But I don't think they've got the squad at the moment. I mean they're still three weeks just under left of the transfer window. They've got fifty million from Ben White. Whether they'll spend it, we'll have to see in three weeks time. But
0: yeah. Rock Bottom for Brighton. They're, they're, yeah. they're linked with Nat Phillips as a replacement at centre back from Liverpool, I think that'd be a good signing. If they can get him in in a striker, they might they might be alright. But I mean, you are talking about boring football, Burnley? It's their time to go. It's their time to go. Oh really? I mean, honestly, I love Sean Dyche. I think he's great, but the board don't back him. He's got the oldest squad in the league with average of average age of thirty. He's also got the smallest squad in the league. You know, they they've been linked with selling Dwight McNeil. Maybe if they get rid of him if they get twenty mil for him they could reinvest. But I mean they got they've sold Ben Gibson to Norwich and their replacement was Nathan Collins from Stoke. I just I just don't think they've got, got it in them. I really think that it's time for them to go. Sean Dyche might have a miracle up his sleeve, but I don't think he does this season. I think they'll come nineteenth.
1: I I actually disagree. I've got Burnley in fifteenth and my reasoning is Sean Dyche they have an average squad, you know, talking about teams that probably aren't Premier League quality. I think Burnley fans will probably be the first to sort of say that their squad is probably one of the weakest in the league. But what they've got is, you know, you know, every Burnley fan can name that starting eleven that's going to be playing on Saturday. Yeah, but, you know, I
0: just think that there's going to be injuries this season. I think they've got really the squad and they're getting on. They're too old. They always sign from the Championship. And they never sort of light, light the Premier League up, do they? I sort of just want them to go. Yeah. It's, I it's, mean, yeah, really is.
1: I mean, what I've literally written is whatever is said is exactly the same as if we had done a season preview this time last year. Nothing has <laughs> changed to that club. But I've just, I think they're going to inevitably scrap their way to, to safety in a sort of 4-4-2 long ball up to Ashley Barnes and Chris Wood. Dwight McNeil is a good player and I think he can win them games and i think they will get enough wins under their belt to see off some of the weaker teams you know if i think managerial stability st- counts for a lot in modern football the and i think that will be rewarded through the clarets staying up for another season
0: well you're crazy
1: <laughs> been, um, so 15th I don't think there's, chance. Don't think there's yeah. any chance
0: no absolutely no chance however i do think there is a chance that moving on to chelsea they're gonna do a very very good job this season. I think they can challenge for the title. I truly believe. I don't think they'll. I don't think they're gonna beat City. I think City are just a powerhouse. But they have the same amount of financial backing. I think Lukaku coming in, hundred million, and they're linked with uh, Kunde from Sevilla, which would be a good centre back signing. I think that would be solid for them. Probably about fifty million. I reckon they'll bring him in. They've got the money. I, th- I think their squad's great. I think I think Thomas Tuchel. Is getting the most out of players now. Havertz had a really good Euros. I thought he was an absolute threat against England. I think it was their best player. I think they've got. I think they've got enough in that team to get them second place.
1: I agree. I've i put Chelsea up in second. I mean they're on a. We agree. We agree on something. I know it's a surprise. Um, you know they've just they've started the season in brilliant fashion. You know they've won the Super Cup last night. They've just signed Romelu Lukaku. It's been announced tonight as well, which is an incredible signing. I mean, I don't know why Man United ever let him go in the first place. Look at the way he lit up the Italian league. And, and you know, it's an exciting prospect to front three of, you know, Havertz and Mount in behind with Lukaku up top. All those chances that Werner was infamous for missing last season, Romelu Lukaku's not going to miss those chances. That's why they're going to have that extra edge.
0: Even when Lukaku was at Man U and all the Man U fans were ripping him to shreds, Saying he's, he's not the player he is. He, his, his stats still weren't that bad.
1: No, he's. He knows he's... the league. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he had an incredible season at West Brom when he scored a lot of goals for them. He obviously banged them in for Everton. You know, it's a brilliant signing. I'm, I'm really happy to see him back in the league because it, you know, it, it is a better place with him as one of the starting strikers, as one of the best teams. And Chelsea have a very strong team now. You know, I think that striker, they were sort of lacking obviously has been addressed by Abramovich. They've brought in an incredible who basically whose goals basically fired into to the Italian title. I can't see City being displaced like you said. I think City are just too strong this season. But I think yeah. Tuchel Tuchel's ability will shine through throughout the season. He's an incredible manager. I don't I mean obviously he won them in the Champions League. He is starting to get more and more you know people understanding how good he is, but I still think he doesn't get the credit he deserves, and I think his time at Chelsea will show that. So it's going to be a good season if you're a Blues fan. I yeah, think
0: definitely, I agree. It's very up exciting.
1: in second place. Uh, so moving yeah. on, Crystal Palace have finally got rid of Roy Hodgson.
0: I mean, I think that's going to be the death of them. I really oh don't. really? I just think I just think the forty-point merchant was just in Roy Hodgson was what was keeping them up. I mean, they've tried to freshen the squad up. They've brought in quite a few young players. Uh, which is quite exciting. Um, they have bought in Elise. Um, he'll, I think he'll he'll light light it up. He's an attacking player. I think with Eze as well. Um, I think he's I think he might be injured at the moment. But when he's back, I, I think they've got some creativity there. I just think that they've sort of bought in Vieira and he's going to want to play some actual good football. I don't know if they've backed him enough. I think they've just signed a lot of youngsters.
1: Um, yeah. It's it's a difficult one. I mean, I saw firsthand when Watford played Reading how good Alessa is was and is. He, he lights things up, and they've got a lot of players like that. Obviously, Zaha is still there. Um, as much as I dislike him, he is a very good football player. As is Eze, you know. And I think Jordan Ayew up top is incredible, extremely underrated player who can. With the right backing, you know he can score them the goals that they need to stay up. Vieira is is an interesting choice of manager. I mean, it's exciting. You know, it's not the same old English names which keeps getting passed about. I think sort of Palace have ran out of English names to hire. But yeah. <laughs> you think we Pardew are. and Hodgson, but um, I think it's a brilliant. You know, it's exciting to see an Arsenal legend back in the back in the Premier League. Um, they've signed um, the Chelsea centre back Mark why high I think I have no idea how to say his name i yeah, butchered he's that
0: exciting. he's a good signing 30 million yeah the with Scott Dangon um, uh, yeah I'm, I'm I'm quite looking forward to watch them play but I think their squad's too young um, and I, I think Vieira's going to play some football that they're not going to have the scope to actually be able to carry out I think that what'll happen is by January, they'll be in a sticky situation towards the bottom. They'll bring in Big Sam because I want to go back to some absolute <laughs> Brexit manager, and I think they'll finish eighteenth because I feel like he just won't have enough in that squad to get them out of there. I really oh really? You've enough. got
1: you've got them relegated. Yeah. I just can't I can't see it. I've got them up in fourteenth, up in the I mean, yeah, it's the same it's same hard. position they finished last season.
0: I think it's a hard one to decide who's going to get relegated this year because for the first time in a while, I really think we've got a bottom six. Bottom, yeah. bottom seven teams which is well, yeah nice definitely because before it's always just been maybe three or four teams down the bottom scrapping but yeah I don't think anyone's safe this year
1: no um, it is it is really exciting it was it was very difficult yeah like you said before you could very easily identify you know it would probably be three out of four teams that you'd put in the relegation zone this season it, it was definitely not easy I had to think for a few minutes that my reasoning behind putting teams in the relegation zone I just think Palace have got too much talent in that midfield with you know bringing in Michael Lisa, you know yeah. Eze and Zaha, ripping do, things I think up. Ben ben oh yeah,
0: for him. yeah,
1: that would be a brilliant signing. So I
0: mean, the transfer period isn't over yet. Everyone's going to be yeah. signing late because of the Euros.
1: So yeah,
0: anything could happen. All of our predictions could completely change.
1: Yeah, exactly. I just think that Vieira will have a he'll have a quiet first season. He'll get to know the club, and I think Palace are in for the long haul with him. I don't think they're you know, they made the mistake a few seasons ago with Frank De Boer. He's fired him after seven games and it's embarrassing. And I can say that as a Watford fan, it's embarrassing when you when a decision publicly doesn't go right like that. Yeah. So I think, you know, Vieira has enough to keep them up. Um, they've obviously decided it's time for Roy to go and they found a replacement and he'll stick around. You know, we have to nurture the young talent that they've signed to uh, to really kick on in the next few seasons. A team, yeah, yeah another, another yeah. managerial change
0: yeah, exactly. I think it's just absolutely, I think it's stupid.
1: Oh, I've just put it dumped for an ex by Ancelotti, which is basically what's yeah. happened.
0: That's awful. I, I, I don't know why they've bought him in. Um, oh, Benitez. they this nice five-year plan going. Yeah. Um, but I feel like that's just been scrapped now. Um,
1: yeah, but if you're living on Merseyside and you're offered the chance to go back to Real Madrid, you know, working with uh, players, you know, Benzema as opposed to working with Omar Niasse if he's even there anymore you know it's yeah. i can see why they've uh, why Ancelotti went off
0: i think they've got too much class in that squad to finish yeah. anything below 10th but i agree i'm really think, i'm really disappointed i think they're going to end up relying on Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin too much this season um yeah. they're putting Gray and andrews townsend i don't think they're they're good enough players to be bringing in to try and mount a top 8 finish I really do no. think so. I think Moyes Keane might be off to Inter. They're looking at Dwight McNeil. <laughs> I just think they're all pretty pointless signings, really. I, I just I feel like they're just going to do an Everton as always, and just grind to a halt and not move forward.
1: I, I agree. I I feel like they've made signings of players that are just passed their prime. I mean, Demari Gray is a good signing, but your players, your Andros Townsend and your Azmit Begovic. You know, I guess they needed a backup keeper, but. Andros Townsend, I see no point in that signing. They've just got rid of Theo Walcott and they've basically brought in a player who was very similar to Theo Walcott, a similar age. I I don't understand it. You know, I feel like the whole transfer window was derailed when Ancelotti left. I feel like they did not foresee that. Um, And I I just think there's going to be stagnation at Goodison Park this season. I think they finished 10th last season. I think... You know, Benitez is a very good manager and I think he will guide them to ninth, but it's not going to be exciting. It's not going to right. be so It's not going to light, light up the lead. They're not going to challenge for that top eight. They're going to just about finish ninth. Um, Calvert-Lewin will score goals, um, as he always seems to do, and still be on the fringes of the England squad. But I just... Yeah, it's not going to be very exciting. Uh, normal day at work, really, I think. Nor- normal season for Everton, stagn- stagnating, sort of. But I think Leeds are going to be exciting again. Um, yeah. I've I've seen a lot of people write them off already. I've learned I I've learned that you cannot write Leeds off. I wrote them off when Bielsa went to them in the championship. I writ them off when they got promoted. You know, this season I've I think I've finally seen the light and I've seen why Leeds are so highly rated. Um, they were back with a bang last season. I just think Bielsa, you know, is an absolute tactical genius. He's he just knows football like. Hardly like, like nobody else. Almost, he just sees things in players. You know their squads. If you look at it on paper, it's getting better, but it's still not top ten squad. You wouldn't say. No.
0: But with Jack Harrison in on the permanent. Yeah, brilliant signing. That, that was good. I think Furpo from Barcelona. That's a brilliant yeah. signing.
1: Yeah, that is. That's, that's that, the yeah. that's the draw of Leeds at the moment. Signing players from Barcelona. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: I just think they could get sussed out. I think they're still going to have a good season. I don't think they'll get top 10, but I, I
1: don't oh, really? think.
0: I just think they're going to get sussed out. You know, they, they haven't got any sort of crazy links for signing anyone exciting. Um, I'm a bit surprised. I thought they'd sign more players.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess so. I guess that they're quite a Yeah, he proved lots of people course. wrong. Proved lots of people wrong last off. season there.
0: He dropped off the end of the season. I still got fourth. 4 highest goal scorer
1: I know it's mad Um, not in the England squad either
0: yeah yeah it's true but yeah I I think they'll come 11th I think they'll you think you've them 11th they just haven't got the quality to beat Everton
1: I I actually disagree I put them up in 8th which is very high but I just think with with Bielsa at the helm fans being allowed you know a full Ellen road nobody's going to want to go and play a full Ellen Road with the Leeds fans that haven't been able to see their team in the Premier League properly, you know, a full Ellen Road for 17 years. I think that's yeah. going to count for so much as well. I I, I mean, last season, ninth, this season, I, I mean, this could be an awful prediction, but I think they're going to go on better and finish eighth. But we'll have to see. I think the thing is with the league this season is there's going to be, there isn't going to be much difference between the team in eighth and the team in 16th, I don't think. No, um, I agree. So, so it could be. be an absolute not, not of who finishes. So I've I've decided on Leeds, mainly because of Bielsa, I think, and also again, like I said, they have that managerial stability and they have that understanding as a team more so than any team in the league, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I think that they're going to have an incredible season, and I think those those fans in Yorkshire are going to have a lot to to sing and shout about.
0: Hopefully it will. Hopefully it'll be a complete fortress. With yeah, back. I think a good... Leicester's going to be a fortress as well. Yeah, I think Leicester are going to be absolutely. I think they're going to be pretty unstoppable this season. Oh really? Finish, I think they'll finish fifth. I, I, I think they've brought in some good signings. I think uh, Daka from Salzburg, big centre forward. Yeah, Something they could have done with maybe last year. Um, you know, someone, someone to play either with Vardy or. On the bench, but I mean, I think Ian yeah, Nacho's been playing well as well. So I he's think been playing brilliantly. options for them. They've signed Samare from Lille. That's a brilliant signing. I think they really needed a nice mucky midfielder who's gonna, you know, win the ball back. And he's he's a great holding mid. I think that's a brilliant signing. They've been looking at, at Kabak centre half. Probably could do with. I hope Madison doesn't leave. I think that'd be such a such a backwards move to go to Arsenal.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I agree.
0: Really, I, I think they can kick on. I mean, they beat City um, for the Community Shield. I don't think Brendan Rodgers is going to be able to get them top four. Um, and they've, they've got some injuries at the back. I think Fafana, and Justin are all out at the moment, which is an absolute blow. Yeah. I, I, I think fifth is doable.
1: I actually agree with you again here. I've put them up in, in fifth. I think they haven't quite got enough for Champions League. I think, like you say, though, for Farna losing into that injury, that serious injury in pre-season is going to seriously impact their season, and actually be able to not be able to push on for that elusive Champions League spot. It seems, but you know they they've got a very strong squad. You know, Rogers seems to thrive on sort of squads. You know, if you look at his leading Liverpool to almost a title a couple of years ago, that squad, not many people would have touted them for the title yeah or seriously they
0: they invest they invest so well i mean yeah they they sign they sign players for 40 million like it's nothing i mean perez was he was what 30 that's so much money i know 40 mil no it's just it's just brilliant i just really like them as a club Um,
1: they play the transfer they play the modern transfer window very well but they made signings like ryan bertrand for free which is an excellent signing that's a brilliant signing And like you're saying, that Dakar, I feel like he will ease the burden on Vardy a bit. Vardy's obviously not getting any younger. He still seems to be at the top of his game, which is brilliant. He's a brilliant player to watch. And I think Dakar coming in alongside him will obviously help him in that. But he will also, you know, when Vardy's not 100%, he'll be able to step in. And Iheanacho, you know, he he came in, I remember, as this sort of teenager and scored the winner for, for Man City against Crystal Palace and never really kicked on. Move to Leicester again for for quite big money, but Leicester are willing to pay it. They see the potential of the player. They pay what they think, what they should, what they need to, basically. And he's finally hitting that run of form which they obviously saw when they signed him. You know, he had a few shaky years before he sort of really kicked on, but he's going to be. His goals are going to fire them up to fifth this season, I think, and really, you know, cement their position in that top six and that big six now as well.
0: Yeah, over some sort exciting of exciting players. Yeah, it's a, it's a great team.
1: Harvey We've Barnes is lots brilliant. Of
0: players that could go to a top six club, which makes well, me. Sort well, of
1: Leicester are to to a top, top six club, this. yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I do. I really think they are. I think they're, they're light like years ahead of Arsenal. I think they're ahead 100%. of 100%. Yeah, we'll definitely see what will happen with them this season. It's exciting.
1: I agree. It is very exciting.
0: A team that hasn't moved in the transfer market very much is Liverpool. I know. Um, I know Klopp came out and said he doesn't really need to sign. Any players, which I don't disagree with. Are you going to get the same Van Dijk he's been out with? He's been out with the crew ship Is he going to be the same? They've signed Canate. I think that's a good signing from Leipzig. Solid centre-back. I think he'll do them well. Um, I'm excited for Harvey Elliott to come back in. He had a really, really good season in the Championship. Uh, I think he'll hopefully get some game time this year. They're, they're looking at Harvey Barnes potentially, but I don't know. I think, if I, I think I'll just stay at Leicester if I was Barnes. Get your numbers up a bit.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen that that link, but it wouldn't really make sense. They haven't done their their thing of signing a player from a uh, relegated team yet, but I don't think they will. I think <laughs> yeah, they're pretty happy with one. their <laughs> squad. I think that centre back is is a brilliant signing, Canate. Um
0: and they were just they were so. I think that's the thing now. If you're going to win the league, you need to centre back part, partnership. That,
1: it's the reason they won the league. Yeah, that that defensive foundation was. Their league win was built on Van Dijk coming back. I think he's so he's such a good player. I, I don't think it will be like he's been away. I think he'll come back into form. You know, Alexander Arnold. It's, I don't know if he's fit for the start of the season, but he's had that. He's actually had time off, which probably plays into Liverpool's favour. You know, Curtis Jones has got a few seasons' experience behind him now. He's he's going to be able to play a bigger role. Um, I mean. They haven't really replaced Wijnaldum, which no, could be, but actually yeah. I think a lot of Liverpool fans towards the end of of him being there were very unhappy and weren't, hap- weren't, you know, content with the way he was playing. So, I mean, he's played an absolute bar-line to move into PSG, but <laughs> um, I think Liverpool, you know, Curtis Jones will be able to step into that role to some extent. He'll be able to come in and and do a job. You know, there's always been talk of Alexander Arnold being promoted to midfield. I don't know if that will happen, but they have options. Harvey Elliott as well, like you say, on fire at Blackburn. No matter what I think of him as a person, he's a good footballer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I've got Liverpool uh third same I can't see them challenging City and Chelsea. You know, their transfer windows have been so strong. Liverpool's has been a good transfer window, but they haven't made that marquee signing, which I think they need to in order to to push on for that second league title in three I think years.
0: Just city, you're just gonna be untouchable. I think they'll finish Fine. third as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Manu, exciting. Exciting, oh, very right. exciting. So, Sancho, they've needed a right sided centre mid. No, not right-sided. Yeah. just a right sided midfielder winger for so long. Yeah. Um, uh, his stats. Sancho's stats are unreal. Uh, 104 games. Um in the German league, 38 goals and 51 assists. That's nearly something a game. Um, he's it's, it's just proper quality. I really think that they'll get top four again. It's a great sign. I think Varane, Varane and Maguire, that's going to be a brilliant centre-back pairing. Paul had links away, but hopefully he'll stay. And you know, maybe they could get Kieran Trippier in. They've been linked with him for a while. Uh, I think he's he could be going elsewhere now. Um, but honestly, I, I think they're going to come fourth.
1: Yeah, I've put them down in fourth as well. I think our top fives are the same. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I, I mean, I just don't think that they can mount a proper charge for the title with Ole as their manager.
0: No, I, I also just think their centre midfield's a bit weak. I think Fred and McSauce. McSauce? <laughs> I, just don't, I, just don't, I just don't think he's good enough. I, you know, I, there's this whole thing now where Lots of teams will play the two holding mids. Um, I just think, uh, even though Fred costs a lot of money, I, I think he's all right. I don't think he's that great. And uh, McTominay, I don't think he's anything special. I think a big a big centre mid signing could sort yeah. of Yeah. But you never know. They've got some absolutely amazing players. I think going forward, um, I think Cavani's out and, of course, Rashford's out for a while. So, they might struggle at the start of the season at, up top. Um yeah, I think fourth's very realistic. I think Champions League again. I think they'll have a good run in the Champions League as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, business as usual for Man U, I think, at the moment.
1: I think they've done a really good job of finding a manager who the fans like that will accept a fourth-place finish at the moment, which...
0: Yeah. Well, they like Solskjaer. I like they Solskjaer.
1: like Solskjaer and finishing fourth, I think the United fans will be happy with cause, because you know, they're, they're not being unrealistic at the moment. I feel like if we're speaking in two years' time and they haven't kicked on, then Solskjaer will be. But anything less than the Champions League will be a failure, especially with the money that they've invested in Sancho. It's an is an incredible signing. I was, it was a shame to see him leave Dortmund. I think he could have really set an example for younger English players of what can be possible. I feel like he's done that anyway when they move abroad. But, you know, the fact that, a team of to pay 100 million for him. Dortmund can't turn that down. but Dortmund are a selling club at the end of the day. And um, yeah, I, I don't I mean it'd be interesting to see how Oli manage Oli manages him. Um, I think Greenwood as well could have a good season. He's got a few more seasons experience under his belt. Yeah, and I could really
0: play him actually up top now. Yeah, in his favourite really position. Yeah, any uh, off the right.
1: Bruno, very good player. Luke Shaw, arguably the best left back in the league. Um Incredible, at, incredible, incredible at the Euros gave everyone that the most joyous start to that Euro final. But um, yeah, United is going to yeah. be they're going to going to be excited to watch this season. I will definitely tune into some United games. Um,
0: yeah,
1: I think right. there's not much to say about Man City. I've literally no. just put defense complete with Grealish. I just think they're going to retain their title. I mean, they scored the Grealish.
0: most goals last season and conceded the least. And they've strengthened. I just and think they've
1: signed Shaq Grealish, and they might sign Harry Kane, which just doesn't seem fair.
0: I know, and they're still they're still looking at him. I actually I actually don't like City at all. I, I think, <laughs> it's, I think City it's just not fair, is, is it? Spe- they've just got so much money. I don't mind Chelsea. I just think Man City. Yeah. They've got two squads. Um, yeah, they play, their they second they team. Want to start leaving as well. If Bernardo Silva wants to leave. There's a couple of us going yeah. to leave. I mean, look at Sane. He left, and he's tore it up
1: yeah it, um, i mean they redortment. the thing is t- yeah i guess you have to be very ambitious to want to leave man city because it'd be so easy to stay at man city and get that premier league get that premier league medal and you know players like bernardo silva they probably want to leave and be the main man but i think that's what's so great about man city is that they they don't have that one star you know if you look at barca they had you know, they had Messi, if you look at Real Madrid, they had Ronaldo. With City, they don't really have that. You know, obviously they've got De Bruyne, who's incredible, but he's not your typical superstar footballer. And their whole team is just made up of world-class footballers and they're going to walk the lead and Watford are going to lose 18 nil to them when Grealish plays and Kane scores his quadruple hat-trick, but... It'll be interesting to watch, and I'm and like again, it's just it, it. I'm very excited to see how Greenish gets on, and I feel like this could be. Greenish had to leave Villa to become a legend of the game, I think, and he he has the potential to. Yeah, well, he, he
0: belongs playing playing in the highest
1: yeah. level of football game, alongside so. De Bruyne is going to be very exciting. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think you can use the highest level of football and Newcastle United in the same sentence. Um, I, I did have a brilliant analogy that I found from some guy, a Newcastle fan on Twitter and I'll just read it out. It says, if you went and watched the show at the theatre and it was absolutely rubbish and the following year the same cast story were returning, would you pay to watch it again? I think that summarises very well the sort of discontent amongst Newcastle fans. Um, they're just so unhappy at the moment and they are being messed about and their ownership debacle is horrible. I think it's horrible to watch as a football fan because no, you know their club is being absolutely butchered, and there doesn't seem to be a way out for them. No, um, I,
0: agree. I think the ownership situation still being up in the air is a bit rubbish. That wasn't um, anyone.
1: No, well they're looking at signing Joe Willock, which is a brilliant signing. You know he he really came into his own with them last season. He's got like six consecutive games, which is mad.
0: Yeah. I mean, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll get him. I don't know why Arsenal would let him go. I think I think they need to keep players like him at the moment. But
1: I think he. Saying... I think it's almost gone. I think he's yeah. pretty much gone. Um, I, I actually. Think I, oh, I disagree. I actually think this could be Newcastle's season to, uh, wow. bite the dust. I just <laughs> Steve Bruce is just the most uninspiring manager. Um, I think this might be their ticket out of the Premier League, and actually, that might not be the worst thing for the fans if they get do get relegated. Ashley might think. This is it. I'm going and allow their football club to come back. Um, I've got them down in 18th. I've got them down in 18th. Wilson, he'll get goals, but I'm not, he's probably past his best. Saint Maximam, he's a good player, but
0: how can he get relegated with him? I, I just, I think they've got enough goals in them to stay up. No, don't. I, I think they'll be really comfy, comfy down the bottom. No, I, I, think, I get think forty points early.
1: I don't think Saint Maxim is a. Uh, he's not the type of player to have. He's a luxury player that a team like Newcastle that are going to be in a relegation fight can't afford to have. In my opinion, I might be proven wrong. Um, yeah. And, Another team I won't be proven wrong about is Norwich. I initially was very dismissive of Norwich, which was wrong of me because before we started recording, I saw a tweet and it was a basically, I told Tom about this before we started recording, and it was a a summary of Watford's, it was like Watford's preview in the Times and it was five lines and basically you saying Deeney and Will Hughes were our key players when actually, Deany shouldn't be starting and Will Hughes is probably awful. He's within the under 23s. So I went and did my research more so on Norwich. Obviously, they, they topped the championship in convincing style, won the title. Um, they have signed some decent players. Uh fans are very happy with the business so far, and they believe they are they're actually more prepared than they were the last time they came up. And they've spent twenty million more in this transfer window than they have in their last four seasons combined. So I think just because they haven't signed household names doesn't mean that Norwich aren't preparing themselves for the the new season, which I have seen a lot of people say. I mean, they did sell Buendia, which is a very questionable decision, but they obviously believe they could get on without him. And I actually have Norwich staying up in 16th.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty similar. I put the 17th. I think they'll stay up. I think they've... I agree, they haven't signed... They haven't lit the world on fire, have they, with the signings they've made? But... Um, I think they've signed some, some quite interesting players. I think Josh Sargent uh, makes me laugh um, from Warder Bremen um, as a striker. I think it'll be quite, quite nice to have in there. Nice American striker over to play soccer. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I really think that I, I really think they'll stay up. Uh, they're still looking at other players, maybe like Billing from Bournemouth. Yeah, maybe decent player. A good signing. I think they yeah. should try and keep Todd Cantwell. They can't just let Villa nick all their players. Cause I, Villa
1: I don't think Campbell will go. The only way I can see go going is if Madison goes to Arsenal and Leicester try and sign him. But I can't yeah. see that. That um, Gilmore as well. Billy Gilmore, man of the match. England-Scotland, the most boring game of the Euros. Um,
0: but, yeah, he, you know, he's a brilliant signing. And I think they've learned he, from their mistakes, haven't they, Norwich? Like the, yeah. When they last got promoted, they didn't really sign anyone. I think maybe if they had to move Buendia out to get some more money in, yeah, it could have been it's helpful. not.
1: The, I mean, Brentia was incredible last time out, but actually you're right. Norwich have, they haven't drastically changed, which is a good thing. I think they've stuck with the formula, which seen them got promoted two times in three years. And, and you know, they've just complemented that with better players. They've signed a, someone today who has played European football, in you know, which is the type of player that they want to be looking at. Um, so I've got Norwich up in 16th you've got them up in 17th so we're both saying the Canaries are staying up which I don't think a lot of people have but I think that's lots of people that are very ill-informed and haven't done their research and haven't seen Norwich have signed a big player and uh, have just said oh Norwich they'll go back down again but actually I'll give them a, a good chance and they'll have a good season don't think Southampton have a good chance I've got them actually going down this season I've got them down in 19th
0: yeah I've got them rock bottom
1: on, There's...
0: Oh, I just think that I just oh what's happened to that club? they have sold no in. idea. He only had a year on his contract, so if he didn't want to stay, get some money probably cash yeah. in, than... yeah. Good signing, yeah. Good
1: championship player, good yeah, he's championship a... player.
0: He's not gonna be, he's not gonna, he's not gonna be a great replacement for rings I don't think. I mean, they got Walcott in on the free. They're probably gonna keep more Prowse now. Yeah. Um, I really think that well, last season they had the second worst defence in the league. Uh, they're selling Bestegard oh are they?
1: That's um, so silly. That's I'm that's an drunk. awful I think, decision.
0: I think that their squad depth was pretty bad last year. They had a lot of injuries as well. Yeah. Um. I, I think like Hassan Huttle isn't gonna be able to play the type of football he's gonna want to, and like, he's quite a stubborn manager. I don't think he'll try. I don't think he'll change the way he plays. He, I think they'll get relegated. He
1: was linked with um being sacked, wasn't he, a few weeks ago? I don't know if that was because of a sort of a falling out he had with the owners, or whether that's just tabloid rubbish, but. You know they've sold their goal scorer who won them games. I mean Danny Ings single handedly probably won them a large proportion of their points last season. James Ward Prowse, keeping him is as good as the new signing. If they stay up, it will be because of him. But I I think it's going to be a very difficult season on the South Coast, and I don't think they've got enough to stay up. I think Hassan Hilton will probably leave, and they'll probably there's you know Adam Armstrong. It just isn't. I'd like to be proven wrong and he is a good striker but I don't know whether he's going to be the striker that will score them the goals to keep him up.
0: Yeah, oh, I agree. I think, they're, uh, I think they're going to be in a, a bit of a rut at the bottom and not be able to get out of that.
1: Uh, moving on to yeah. Tottenham, moving on to the white side of North London. <laughs> I, uh, Nuno is gone. You've, you've got more. No- I honestly have not heard anything about Tottenham this whole pre-season Apart brilliant. from the Kane saga, that's all I've heard.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think I don't think many Spurs fans were happy Nuno came in. I mean, being a Wolves fan, he, he did, he's never going to play really exciting football. He might shore their defence up. I think signing Romero was a great signing. They brought him yeah. Gill from Sevilla, who's a winger, such a Nuno signing. A young <laughs> winger to play at left, on, on that left side. Um, yeah, you know, old varald has gone. Joe Art finally gone. Yeah, uh, I lost Danny Rose and Lamella, but they've had quite a flush out. But I think that's what was always going to happen because Nuno likes to have a small squad with a couple of fringe youngsters. That's his ethos. I think you'll get them top six. I think they'll come sixth. I think he's good enough as a manager to do that. He'll sort their defense out. I think players like Kane and Son. I think Son is going to be crucial this year. Uh, yeah, it's such a. I look at how Nuno sort of used Jota in that first season. We got promoted as a bit of a catalyst. I think they're quite similar players, both very direct, both very good on the ball. I think it's definitely going to be a back five. Matt Doherty's going to play because he's Nuno's teacher's pet. He's <laughs> season, season at right wing back, which is where he belongs. That's, that's, uh, that's where he should be playing. And on his day, he's probably one of the best wing backs in the league uh, when he plays there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think they'll come sixth. I, think, I don't think that Spurs fans are going to love the football they're going to see think they've just basically signed a B BTEC Mourinho um, <laughs> but yeah I think Nuno's a very lovable guy um, yeah you know, complete big respect to him um, yeah I just think they'll finish sixth I think it will just be business as usual quite a boring season
1: yeah I've got him in seventh I, I like you say I echo all the thoughts you've sort of put out there I think Nuno's a good signing because he will sort of Bring back some of that relationship between the club and the fans, which has been lost over the last few years. I think
0: he likes he likes players that actually work hard. I mean, yeah. there's Lots of rumours of Ndombélé basically just being sidelined now, and Nuno's basically pushed him out, which I is such a Nuno move because Ndombélé is quite fat and lazy. Uh, yeah, he's never going to play in a Nuno side. Nuno he doesn't like signing people that think they're bigger than the club. Uh, he likes he likes work horses. Um, so yeah, I, I think they'll see a different side football to what Mourinho gave them I think the players are going to be given a million percent every game that's the sort of manager he is
1: yeah and I mean if they keep hold of Kane then he's going to score a bucket loads of goals inevitably and even if he doesn't want to be there so I think yeah Spurs are going to do okay They'll, uh, they won't set the world alight but um, I, I can see them finishing seventh
0: your club here we go
1: here we go onto the the yeah. watty 7th year
0: um you've just signed everyone on
1: the uh, yeah just we have we've done you. something very similar to what we did in the 15 16 season when we got promoted uh, in the 14 we got promoted the 14 15 season for the 15 16 premier league and we we managed to stay for 5 years lots of fans are Happy. They think the squad is stronger than it was the last time we got promoted, which I can agree. I mean, last time we got promoted, we had Ben Watson as the holding midfielder, so that tells you all you need to know. Um, we. I just. I said this to Tom before. I feel very disconnected from the club at the moment. I don't feel like I know the whole story as to what's going on. Troy Deeney is looking to be our starting striker in the Premier League in twenty twenty one, which is ridiculous. I do not understand how this has happened. The reason we got promoted is because he got injured and we were able to play a fluid front three of Kedin Semer, Jao Pedro and Ismaili Assar, which absolutely tore up the championship, scored goals for fun and saw us over the line in that tight promotion race with Brentford and Swansea. I do like the manager, Cisco Munoz. He's unknown. He has not got the managerial experience in the top flight or any managerial experience for that matter. Will Hughes, we're looking to sell him. He doesn't want to be here anymore, apparently. He's got a year left of his contract, so we're looking to cash in. He's going to go down to Fulham, which I just don't understand. It's linked, but, I mean, Zisco doesn't want players there that don't want to play for him, which I understand. But our yeah, midfield, with as well. linked with Burnley, which is just a complete sideways step. But anyway, step, Nathan- the Nathaniel Chalaber is ill for the first game of the season. Take that as you will. He wants out as well. He, he, you know, our midfield is going to be a lot weaker without Hughes and Chalibur in it. I mean, it's not all doom and gloom. We've signed some decent players. Danny Rose and, and Josh King bring that Premier League experience. Uh, we've got Loza, we signed from the the Ligue 1, who um, is a very sort of creative box-to-box midfielder, which is sort of what we've been looking for. Peter Atubay from Stoke is another... Sp- midfield option that will strengthen our midfield. Um, I think we will stay up by the skin of our teeth. I think we'll finish 17th. Watford will finish 17th. Um, I'm not going to be too pessimistic. I've got to be, I've got to have trust in Cisco. I've got to have trust in the process. And um, I think a lot of Watford fans sort of realise that, that you know, we've got promoted, that, we, that, you know, there's no point throwing our toys at the pram. There's no point... You know we don't want to get too big for our boots. At the end of the day, it's it's brilliant that we have got promoted, and you know if the if the owners believe that the squad's good enough for the Premier League, then we've got to believe that, and and I will, and I will still support the team no matter what. So um, I
0: think that's completely fair. I think you're worrying yeah. about Chalobur and Hughes going, but you've got thirty five players on your books. Okay, it's ridiculous. I think these players going isn't the end of the world. A bit of fresh fresh air. I think loser. Um, that centre midfielder you've signed, I think Atibo and Kuka both of them in on loan. I think you'll be absolutely fine. I think you'll finish fifteenth. As long yeah. as you pick a starting eleven and don't panic and start playing every single person.
1: Um, I would like to see. I would like to see Cisco stay the season. We've put our trust in him. I don't want those continual jokes of even if we're having a poor season, we need to stick. Him. We need to give him the time he needs to. Play in that system. We don't need to panic, and I just hope that this
0: thing where they just cycle through managers. I
1: know it's It's a joke.
0: I can't believe the Nigel Pearson sacking so late in the day. (laughs) Super super Nigel was going to keep you up last time. I know, um, but
1: anyway, I've got, I've got. We put, we've kept Oliver Semoliusar, and he is going to show the world what he's about again. We've got Cuco Hernandez, who's been lighting up in La Liga, who. Watford have had on their books for a long time now and he's finally not going out alone. He's finally spending the season with us which is brilliant. I'm really excited to see him. I think he's going to be more on the left of a front three with Sarr on the right and hopefully Josh King down the middle, which is exciting. That is probably an, an exi- as an exciting front three of Watford had in a very long time. So, you know, João Pedro as well, he's got a season of championship in English football behind him. So, I'm looking forward to seeing him and see how he performs. So, I think we will stay up and I think it's going to be an interesting season and for the first time as a Watford fan, I have no idea how things are going. That's actually exciting and I could yeah, be it pleasantly surprised. Really. Moving on to, we've got two teams left. We've got Hutch's team last, but we'll go West Ham first. An incredible season last season, finishing in sixth place, qualifying for the Europa League. Um, but the fans aren't happy, um, which sounds ridiculous, but they have signed... No one on a permanent. They've signed nope. Ariola from PSG. You spent last season on loan with Fulham. Um, thoughts? Yeah, I,
0: agree. I think they're just a bit. Oh, just, I think it's a bit of a shame, really. I think Philippe Anderson's gone as well as Nita Lazio Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Craig Dawson in on the permanent from the mighty Watfords. Wow. <laughs> I think Yama <Yamanco's> is <laughs> going to go. He's just linked with going. So. Yeah. He'll be off. Fenerbache. I think this works it's looking most likely. I doubt they'll get Lingard from Man U.
1: No, it's not looking at um, it like it's, it's happening.
0: Liverpool are a bit interested in Jarrod Bowen. I could see something like that happening. Just some pointless signing for them. Yeah. They always like a good little pointless signing. Uh so yeah, I don't think West Ham are gonna do great. I think they'll I think they'll I think they'll still finish in the top half. I think I think they'll finish ninth. Which actually I've put them in ninth and the more I think about it, the more that was a stupid decision. <laughs> in the league I was really think that's going to tire them out but then i thought yeah. the wolves and we yeah. finished 7th um in that year too so you never know
1: i've got them up in the top 10 i've got them up in 10th um i think you know david moise has assembled a good squad there it's a small squad but like you said you liken them to wolves i agree with that there's a fair sort of Similarities, and I think the Europa League is huge for them. You know, fans are labeling it the most important season in the club for forty years, which is, I think, you know, West Ham fans are very ambitious, and I think they have reason to be. And I think they're worried about the lack of transfers because they don't want this the club to mess up this season that they've got the potential. You know, there is a continual issue at this club about the lack of communication between the board and and the fans, which I think is why they're most annoyed because understandably, you know, we're both huge football fans for sort of not, for lesser clubs almost, not obviously calling West Ham a lesser club, not clubs of the top six. And it is so important that we feel connected with these clubs. And I feel like that's why West Ham fans feel so discontent at the moment. I mean, they've obviously got a European tour to look forward to, which would be incredible. But they're losing key players to the Africa Cup of Nations in January. It's going to be a difficult season. I think the thing is, they've, Stuart Pearce has promised signings to the fans, and I think they have been sensible with their business. They haven't rushed into any signings, which is the, the sort of the vibe I'm getting from the interview that Stuart Pearce did with TalkSport, which is not a bad thing. They're looking to get the players they want for the price they want to pay, which makes sense. They will bring in the players. They'll have a good season in the Europa League, and I've put them up in ninth place. I think they'll. Tenth place. Sorry, you put them in ninth. I've put them in tenth. I think they're going to continue on with that good run of form from last season. And you know, Declan Rice in the middle is incredible. You know, they've got the players up top. Antonio's an absolute beast. He's going to bang them in for, in in Europe as well. So, a lot to look forward to. But the same issues between the board and the club at West Ham, and hopefully those issues can be resolved for the Hammers fans because they are arguably some of the best fans in the in the in the league
0: yeah definitely yeah i agree i agree um so moving on to the wolves um i'm really worried to be honest uh Not really um, which i think was good we needed a we, we needed some freshening up you know we just sort of petered off i don't think he was going to take us any further with the way he was playing i don't think that we wanted to so- sign players that he wanted um and yeah i mean it started off quite promising patricio got sold he wanted to move completely fair when Nuno had left and we signed Jose Sarr, who's from Olympia Arcos, for a bit less money so made a bit of a profit on our keeper switch there I think that was brilliant uh, he's a sweeper keeper really good with his feet good at finding balls forward um because the manager we bought in to replace Nuno is Bruno Lage, who is probably one of the most attacking managers ever um, <laughs> he, uh, Benfica he hit records the amount of goals scored uh, won the league with them. So didn't go as well next season. Got sacked. Um, but, yeah, he's always been an attacking, promising manager. And it started good. We signed Jose Sarr, superkeeper. Someone that can distribute the ball quickly forward. Something that Patricio couldn't do. Uh, we signed Yerson Mosquera, making the most of the Brexit deal and signing some young Colombian, which wouldn't have <laughs> been possible. And he tore it up, but he's now injured. So, that's not good. Uh-huh. Ryan Ignorio on a permanent attacking left-back. who can play on the wing if he needs. And an exciting player, Francisco Trincao. Uh, on loan, option to buy twenty five million. Didn't look all that good in pre season to begin with, but um, against Celta Vigo, our last friendly, he tore it up. He, I think him and with Jimenez back and Adama. Um, if we can keep hold of Adama and Neves, I really think that um, we'll do okay. I don't think we're going to do very well though in terms of finishing high up the table. I think we'll finish twelfth. I think we've brought in a new manager who wants to play four four two high press, and fully enough, a few games into pre season. Uh, we're playing f- five at the back again uh, <coughs> because our centre-halves aren't good enough. Connor Cody, pretty, pretty good in the back three. He's not a back two. Uh, Bolly is always injured. Mascara got injured. He looked really promising. Size is a midfielder playing at centre-back. Max Kilman cost 100k. Um, so, yeah, in defence, we're pretty useless. I think that Large wants the signing of a centre-back and a centre-mid. Um, we're linked with Vestergaard, but he's going... Um, to Leicester um, there's all sorts of weird links Divock for 10 million if we're going to play two up front we do need to sign another striker can't rely on Jimenez all season um, but yeah I, I think I think we'll finish 12th not enough signings bringing in a new manager to play a new style of football and then the board haven't backed him in bringing in the correct players to make the most of it I don't think we'll struggle to stay up I think we've got enough enough class and quality in that squad um, but yeah, I feel like Wolves will do okay. I think we'll just do alright. I think it'll be quite a transition season for us again.
1: I agree. with I, I agree with everything you've sort of said. Obviously you are the guy to go to a Wolf. so lovely in-depth uh, analysis of your new keeper's distribution. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I'm he's exciting. He, he's exciting. exciting. It's good to hear. Um, I was surprised when Patricio left but obviously he wanted to go as you said which not the end of the world. I've got you down in thirteenth, like you say. I think it's gonna be a transition season. New manager in. The board need to. The board will need the season to realise they need to back into the hills, which hopefully is what they do. Because I, as much as I hate to admit this, was, you know, under Nuno, when I went, brilliant side, brilliant fans, and
0: yeah, well, when you <laughs> came,
1: you came with me, didn't you? Yeah, I came to the Liverpool game, which was brilliant. I almost had them which uh, yeah. would have been incredible. The South Bank would have gone crazy. A lot of wrestler masks all over the place. Which, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, oh, But Jimenez is back. Jimenez is an incredible player. I, me and Tom have spoken at length over Pint about how Jimenez is the most complete striker in the Premier League and how he uh, deserves to be, uh, sure. you know, get more plaudits than he does. But I feel like you really missed him last season and he'll get those goals. And hopefully We've he does come so back. Injuries. Yeah, and it's that happens, but you manage to finish 13th. I think the same is going to happen again. Yeah. You know, and I think the new manager needs some time to adapt to the English game. Like you said, he's moved to the back five in two games since pre-season, but he yeah, needs which to... Which
0: um, I was glad yeah. because he's not, he's not doing like an Arteta where he's just like yeah. forcing, forcing. forcing something that's not going to work. Um, and Raul's come back in and to be honest, it just looks business as usual for him. <laughs> Brilliant! I was really really impressed with how he's he's done in pre-season. Yeah, a centre-half is crucial and a centre-mid that we can play with Neves, who's had an absolutely fantastic pre-season. I think keeping Neves is key. Man U seemed to have bottled their interest in him, which is brilliant. That's music to my ears. Uh, Yeah, maybe a striker. Catrone, we've learned out that he's useless. He just doesn't (laughs) want to play for us. He wants to be in Italy in the sun. Uh, and then we've got that Rafa there who uh, he's had a good Olympic Games um, but yeah, I think we'll just sell him. I don't think he wants to play in England. He had a loan at Notts Forest a couple of years ago and <laughs> I don't think he enjoyed it particularly. Uh, but he's tore it up uh, since being at Las Palmas um, but yeah, I, I just think we'll be very mediocre and finish bottom half. Yeah.
1: Well, it was a very exciting Premier League season ahead of us. Um, we we're going to be doing weekly podcasts on uh speaking about the results, speaking about any transfers, any any goings on in the Premier League during the week, uh predicting the next weekend's games and uh yeah, like i said, just two students. I mean Tom has more of an idea than I do, but just absolutely love football, just chatting about football, probably making claims that we don't have the authority to make, but just having a bit just having a bit of fun, really. Just Sitting down for an hour a week, just two mates chatting football, and that's that's all, what more could you want? So yeah, yeah we've got brilliant. A league, um, yes,
0: that we're gonna start. So we'll put that somewhere uh, once we've got some social media going.
1: Yeah, we'll get some social yeah. media going.
0: Yeah, so yeah, yeah. All that up. I think we both agree Man City to win it. Yeah, um, I, I think we we don't really know what's gonna go on down the bottom half, but we <laughs> both agree Southampton are gone.
1: Yep, Southampton um, are gone is, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, I, I think that Villa are going to be the exciting team this season. You don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's, good, it's good to have clashes of opinion. It's good. Yeah, I, think I think Leeds are going to be the surprise of the season again, which is exciting. And hopefully we'll get to many games and we'll get to uh, see some live football again, which is I think is what we're both looking forward to the most.
0: Yeah, definitely. Excited to get back to the Molyneux.
1: Yeah. Well, right. same time next yeah. week.